This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. Hi. Hi. Apologies for the uh, late arrival of this episode, but you know what? It was a weird week for us. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say about that. Okay. But here we are, and we have some news items to talk about this week. Our top story is that Robert Durst was sentenced to life in prison for the murder of Susan Berman. And the popular joke is, so he only got two weeks. I saw that joke made a million times yeah, me too. on Twitter because the picture of him that every news outlet is showing, he looks on death's door. Well, he has COVID. Did you see that today? He has COVID? He has COVID and is on a ventilator. Oh my God. Yeah. I just broke today at some point. Wow. And I did see some people who had made that joke. He has two weeks. They're like, whoa, I guess I was right. Wow. (laughs) But I don't know how serious it is, but ventilator at his age and his health, the way he looks is probably not great. Yeah. Um, Obviously the family of Susan Berman gave really heartbreaking victim impact statements. They're still traumatized by this, obviously. One thing I found... Uh, particularly interesting from this LA Times article about this news story is that one of the family members of Susan Berman was like, you need to tell us where Kathy is. Oh. They also talked about this in People magazine. It says, Sereb Kaufman, the stepson of Susan Berman, had a request for Robert Durst at the real estate scion sentencing on Thursday for murdering his stepmother. Kaufman believes Durst also killed his first wife, Kathy, and buried her body. He pleaded with Durst to tell Kathy's family where she is. Quote, I hope in your final days and hours you will come to the same understanding and give Kathy Durst's family what little they are asking for, to find Kathy, to lay her to rest appropriately, finally, at long last. This is the most important question that still haunts us. I don't think Robert Durst is the kind of person who will ever give up that information. Yeah. But I mean, I wish he would. (laughs) Yeah, I think we all wish he would let us know what happened to Kathy. But uh, yeah, so that is, I would say, one of the biggest pieces of true crime news this week. On to some lighter stuff, some Bobby Flay news. Oh. This was shocking to me. Oh, I know. This is out of People magazine. Bobby Flay is apparently leaving the Food Network. Now, is this like a negotiation thing? Yes. Okay. This isn't like they had beef. He wanted... $100 million contract to stay with the Food Network. He has no animosity towards Food Network. I didn't realize just how long he'd been with the channel. He'd been with them since 1994. Damn. Which is like when it was invented. Yeah. Basically. Right. Uh, (laughs) 
Like, no, he's been on. I mean, I started watching in the '90s, and he's been on since then. Me too. He had the little grilling show. Yeah, the grilling. <laughs> what was it called? I can't remember. Grilling, grilling with Bobby Flay. Grilling out. Something like that, right? Yeah. So that was the first time I'm like, wow, he loves peppers. <laughs> right. So he's been on the network forever. He, like, some of these articles or at least headlines made it seem like he purposefully wanted a higher salary than Guy Fieri, who has an $80 million contract. I mean, well-deserved. The guy runs the... He carries the Food Network. Yes, but Bobby Flay, I would say, he has like a more um, highbrow yes. thing yes. going, yeah. for sure. And, I, and, I, I don't, and both are valuable. Both I mean, are very yeah. valuable assets and components of the Food Network brand. And, and he has a lot of shows, Bobby. He, he does have a lot of shows, yeah. and he's had several over the years, and they've all been pretty well-received. I mean, I watch Beat Bobby Flay all the time. But... I mean, he's also gotten a huge benefit from being on this. So it's not like he hasn't benefited from this arrangement between them. Right. Because all of his, you know, books and restaurants, he's a huge star right. now. So I wonder, yeah. I mean, it's it's going to be weird to not have him on there. There's There's only a handful of shows I still watch on the Food Network, and one of them is Beat Bobby Flay. Yeah. So it will be weird to not have that there anymore. It definitely would. And, and where will he go? I mean... Maybe he's just not going to do TV anymore? I guess, but I... You know, it's funny because um, when he first came out, I did have a crush on him. No way. I did. Then he sort of had a douchebag vibe with for the a while. Chef. Yes, and that's when I stopped liking him because he got kind of more famous and then he was like fucking around and treating his wives bad or whatever he was doing. Like his personal life became more available to everybody. Yeah. So it was kind of like, oh, he's like a fuck boy. Yeah. So I stopped finding him that appealing and I was like, oh, he's kind of like a frat boy, like whatever. And then when you started crushing on him and I saw he had a cat, that's when I was like, well, now I'm going to have a disgusting uh, like hate fuck or something <laughs> Look, I, Do you know what I mean? I've just come through like different cycles. No, and I agree. My I initially started out loathing Bobby Flay, and then I started loathing him, but finding him hot. And now I just find him hot, but I'm really embarrassed about it. Yes, like it's very embarrassing. Embar- it's embarrassing. The cat really won me over. It sold I do it. have to say, like that was like I was like, oh, well, maybe. Like that, like there's an option for me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm thinking about it. Uh, here's the other thing. I tend to like find like attractive guys that have reddish hair when they're attractive. They're really cute to me. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like <sighs> red Because they can either look really howdy doody, but when they're hot, they're kind of really cute. So hot. Yeah. So uh, and he has that too. And yeah. his cat's a redhead too. Nacho Flay, who is Bobby Flay's cat, is a great Instagram follow if you're a fan of cats or Bobby Flay. We, I want to buy his f- cat food. Yeah, I'm curious. I want to try. I want <laughs> not yeah. that I'm going to eat it. <laughs> and Nacho Flay now has his own brand of cat food. I just know from Bobby Flay's Instagram, from following it for so many years, and from following the cat's Instagram, that he's like a bona fide cat cat guy. It's just very uh, hot. To yeah, me when a guy is a cat guy, it's like such genuinely a bonus. in love with his cat. Like his cats ride around on his shoulders. They. He worships his cat. He worships them. Yeah, I love it. So, you know also, what? I feel like he runs Nacho's account. In my opinion, oh, you think he writes all those captions? I don't know, but 
thinking that way <laughs> makes me like him more. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm sure he doesn't because how could he possibly have time for that? I just always assumed it was his daughter. I'm sure it is. He's also like a cute dad for a daughter. Like, what is it? A girl dad? Like, yeah. that's cute too. His relationship with his daughter. His daughter is gorgeous. Yeah. And... She seems like she's successful in her own right. Yeah. Uh, I, he has some good attributes. I know. But he has some very bad ones. But, he, he, <laughs> but I don't like how his relationship with Stephanie March ended. I don't either. I don't think he's a good boyfriend or Look, husband. We've talked about Bobby Flay's personal life at length in one of our two Food Network episodes we've yeah. done. If you have not listened to our Food Network episodes... Go listen to those. Those are some of our best. That's some of our best work. Some of our best investigative (laughs) journalism was on our Food Network scandals and crimes episodes. If you need to be able to laugh and not feel like, uh, you know, sad or it's like a heavy episode, those are definitely light ones. Yes. Where it's all good times. (laughs) Good times, good vibes. Some more food news from Shake Shack. This is, I would try this. This is from Thrillist. Shake Shack is dropping another truffle menu, and this time you can get it nationwide. So Shake Shack has previously teamed up with Regalis Foods, which I guess makes like really good truffle oil, and the kind of truffle oil they make is actual truffle oil, not, not um, a lot of truffle oils you get at the grocery store are synthetic truffle yeah. oil. Um, now, I know... Truffle oil, like people either love it, love it or they hate it. It, it it's w- one of those ingredients that gets overused. I think sometimes, and I think it had a really big moment to kind of not recently, but like it had you know where it was just on everything. Yeah, it's kind of like the mid two thousands yes. pesto. Yes, you know what I mean. <laughs> it's yeah. just kind of like it's not bad, but it's everywhere. And it's just like, can I just have something plain, right. please? Like, right. Yeah. No, I, I fully agree. So, but this burger actually sounds really good, and I would be curious to try this particular brand of truffle oil that apparently is like a legit truffle oil. So, this burger is the black truffle burger, a Gruyere cheeseburger with real black truffle sauce and crispy shallots sandwiched between a toasted potato bun. That sounds incredible. So it has a mound of fried, crispy fried shallots on it. Oh, that looks good. Look, Gruyere and crispy shallots, right there, I'm on board. I'm on board, too. And the potato bun? God, I love potato buns. If I see something on a menu has Gruyere cheese on it, I'm going to order it. Gruyere is a top cheese for me. Me, too. I absolutely love it. Me, too. It's like the ultimate comfort cheese. Uh, it's just so good. I'll throw some in my mac and cheese. With the chatter, I love it. That's a classic move. Yeah, I love it. So uh, they also have truffle fries, if that's more your thing. Um, The burger looks good. The burger does look good. So I will try that. I do like Shake Shack a lot. Look, I'm sure it's good. I'm going to get more into truffles this year. Like real truffles? Well, I never had one. Really? I don't think. A real truffle like shaved on my pasta or something? I don't think so. Unless it was in there and I didn't know, but I think I would know. I like them. I I'm have, sure I would too. I love mushrooms and uh, everything. Like my that. uncle at Thanksgiving one year, he made like, uh, like a mixed mushroom and real black truffle, like shaved black truffles sort of medley. Okay. Yeah. And it had the real, I mean, he, he goes all out for Thanksgiving. 
someone mentioned going to Spago and they have like a black truffle risotto. And I was like, let's go to Spago. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I think it was an add-on and they didn't realize it was $80 though. Oh no. They're like, uh, can you mention that? You should (laughs) mention that. That's a pretty important detail. I mean, that's expensive. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, it was kind of a funny tweet. I was like, yeah. That'd be nice to know. Because, <laughs> you know, people just offer something. Would you like to upgrade to the truffle risotto? You're like, sure. <laughs> I feel like that's happened to me before. Because I never ask. I'm too embarrassed. Yeah. You know, I think they get you that way. So this is more for the food section of our show. But let, let me just say the price of lobster has doubled. Wow. I have not had lobster in a very long time. And... We went to a place that serves lobster today. Okay. And I asked them, I was like, how much, what's the market price? And they were like, $62 a pound. <gasps> Is that just Connie and Ted's prices? I don't know. But the last time I went to Connie and Ted's, which was a while ago, it was like, $36 a pound. Right. Which is expensive. Which still. is very expensive. <laughs> yeah. But like, that is absurd. Yeah. I, Be- we should look into that. I need to know if the... Is there a lobster drought? Well, there's been a lot of things where the prices have doubled lately, like apparently wood, like plywood yeah, and cars. Uh, yeah, because I, th- I bet you it's a supply chain thing. I think so. So yeah, anyway, we'll talk more about that in our food section of the show. Here's a story that I got sent a bunch by different listeners. I really don't know what's going on here. I tried to read this article several times. It doesn't make any sense to me because like, it broke my brain. This is out of Newsweek. The headline is, Nurse Claims Hospital Secretly Hypnotized Her Into Farting Uncontrollably. Wow. Why would they do that? (laughs) Right. Like, what's the... Why? Okay. This is out of the UK. A nurse in the UK has lost her tribunal against her hospital after sensationally claiming her workplace conspired to make her feel ill. Zandra Sampson cited several bizarre claims while attempting to sue West London's Ealing Hospital for wrongful dismissal. Oh. So she got fired for farting? No. (laughs) Experts were, however, unconvinced by the nurse's claims, which included believing she was being possessed. (gasps) Wow. And her private parts were being inappropriately attacked. And even suggesting she was being gaslighted through the use of low-frequency sound waves. In a statement included in the tribunal report, Sampson wrote... I would like to report an observed pattern of likely inappropriate use of hypnosis slash ideomotor phenomenon in my NHS workplace. Ideomotor phenomenon is a term for a psychological phenomenon involving subjects making motions unconsciously often seen in Ouija boards. The staff nurse at Ealing's acute medical unit added... In the last three months that I have worked in the department, I have experienced odd symptoms, which I think is related to the above phenomenon. I am a healthy individual and does not have any past medical history, but recently I have had various symptoms, symptoms including headaches, breathing difficulty, ga- and gastrointestinal disturbance, including spasms and flatulence. What's a spasm? Like a gastrospasm? Like her anus is spasming? <laughs> Uh, it's like, <laughs> Jesus, this also includes having slurs similar to that of being possessed. I have also noticed that in some of my patients and colleagues at work, 
It becomes extremely bothersome and a distraction at work. (laughs) It also involves a feeling of being attacked in various parts of the body, including that of one's private part, which I feel is very inappropriate. Sampson claimed that her altered states of consciousness may have originated in the building's heating and ventilation system. In another extraordinary claim, she said they're also using gaslighting through the use of low-frequency sound waves. Recently, I have seen a van in the parking lot near the area I work that carries what appears to be audio equipment. This also extends when I am at home. I have had sleep disturbances in the past few months, having waking episodes due to the above symptoms. She also alleged her complaints were not heeded by her superiors, saying, I have raised the matter up to the property managers, but they have told me that they couldn't change this. I am concerned this is an act of serial bullying and stalking and harassment, and my lack of consent to be made a subject of this practice is a form of assault. Uh, okay, so essentially this woman thinks her the people at her workplace, her coworkers, are out to get her and causing her to fart uncontrollably. Look, she seems like she's a little... <laughs> there's not this, all there. <laughs> there's something going on with Zandra. Yeah, I mean, that's not a, that's no, not normal accusations. Uh, that I, you know, usually that person, we would be like, wow, they seem a little paranoid. Yeah. Because that seems uh, a little over the top. Yeah. You, no one can hypnotize you to fart. No. Can they? <laughs> <laughs> like... I don't like there's lots of ways you could uh torture a coworker if you hate them and want to get them out but I would definitely not pick hypnotize them to fart and spasm as my top choice and like everyone at the office has these powers and abilities to do this Right I mean you could all come together and be like let's just make her life a living hell and get rid of her like yeah. I mean I'm sure that's something that people do all the time Yeah I'm sure uh, or just I, or, or, it's mean, or mean girls or whatever Yeah. but this is like I don't doubt that the people who work with her probably don't like her. Yeah. Because she seems like a handful, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, Uh, Anyway, thank you to our listeners for sending me that story. Obviously, it is absolutely something we would read on the show. We did get quite a few listener emails from the past couple weeks that I did not get to. And first off, I would like to thank all of our listeners who sent us Pictures of their cats this week. Yeah, we got a lot of cute cats. We got a ton of emails this week. Adorable cats. You guys are so sweet. We, we Like we said, we love seeing pictures of your cats. Yeah. Every single cat that I gazed upon was a perfect baby angel. Yeah, they all look great. This is a belated birthday to Shannon. She said she celebrated her birthday last weekend at Zanku Chicken. Oh, yeah, I in, saw that email. In Pasadena. And she took a picture, very cute girl, and she also sent a picture of her cat who has such a little kissable face. Do you want to see the picture? Yes, I I love this cat because it's a calico. It's a calico it's cat. It's the prettiest little calico face. Isn't that face so sweet? I want to kiss that face. I want to kiss it. That is a beautiful cat. Charlotte is the cat's name, and... Thank you also for including the picture of the food. It looks like you got a lot of food, so uh, thank you for that. We appreciate that. It looks delicious. Yeah. Happy belated Happy belated, belated birthday. birthday. Uh, another email we got is from Stephanie, and she says that her daughter introduced her to the podcast. 
That's right. That's pretty cool. And she said she forgot to ask for a shout out for her daughter's birthday in June. Uh, but she was wondering if we could do a shout out for her daughter, Hillary, and her fiance, Hayden. They recently got engaged. That's right. Congratulations. Congratulations on your engagement. That's so exciting. And she also, look at, the, look at this couple. This is a gorgeous couple. Yes, they have like really cute pictures yeah. done. These must be their engagement. This en- Engagement photo shoot or like a couple's photo shoot. Yeah. Gorgeous couple, gorgeous cat. They say they have a picture cat of the cat. Too. I like that face. That's like a, what are they called? Like a Russian blue, like the dark gray. It kind of looks love like, look, look. He's so smushed. Look how big he's sleeping with her. He's a good boy. Aww. You can tell. I love all Aww. these pictures. I like this a couple so with a cat. I know. He it's, should be in the wedding. Please send us a photo if he is. This is. <laughs> Right, the the cat's name is Rupee, aka Aww. Poop. Aww, poop, Aww, poop. <laughs> so, congratulations on your engagement. And uh, another look. I'm getting all. I don't want people to think I neglected their shout outs. No, I want. We got a lot the past. Th- few we weeks. got a lot of shout outs. This is another romance shout out. This is uh, who is this from? This is from Rachel A. Okay. Okay. Fellow Rachel here. My husband Steve and I are big fans from Colorado. We've listened to every episode. October 12th was their 20th wedding anniversary. And they celebrated in Half Moon Bay, which is gorgeous. Oh my gosh, yeah. They had a wine and cheese picnic and they got our favorite cheese, which is Cowgirl Creamery, Mount Tam Cheese. And they also attached two pictures of their gorgeous cats. Very cute. Congratulations on your wedding anniversary, and thanks for listening. I'm glad she got Mount Tam. <laughs> That's the best cheese. And she liked it. I mean, it's one of my favorite cheeses. Absolutely. We have one more shout-out. Okay. Caitlin sent us an incredible family photo, which I'm guessing was taken at some point in the 90s. Caitlin and her sisters, who have beautiful red hair, are all wearing matching Red and black fleece outfits. Mm. Have you seen this picture? Oh my God. No, I didn't see this picture. Can you believe this picture? I saw the wedding picture, but for some reason I didn't see this one. This is the greatest family photo. Where do you even buy those sweaters? (laughs) The best part is that I think she said that like the outfits were like, they were obsessed with these outfits. Oh, it says, um, I've included some pictures from our family Molly's family, and of course, an awkward Christmas card picture. And yes, my mom did make us match for all of our Christmas cards. Oh. This lovely number was from Old Navy. Oh. It's Old Navy performance fleece, Desi. Okay. The vests were highly fought over. I don't know why. I blame it on early 2000s fashion. Okay, so it was early 2000s. Look. This is... It's incredible. It is an incredible picture. I am obsessed with it. And then their hair is so beautiful too. Oh, I know. They're, they all have. I remember this one, this email, but I didn't see this picture. So I am <laughs> devastated. I'm obsessed with this picture. It's so good. I love it. And then she also sent in some really nice wedding photos and just a really nice, a really nice note. So she ha- she said all four of her sisters, Molly, Maggie, Kara, and Kimmy, she's. 
she, uh, they're her best friends and my second moms. I would not be here today without them, which is why I'm reaching out to you. My oldest sister, Molly, has had a hell of a hard year. Molly is a hardworking mom of five. She's always on the move and the girl has got the gift of gab. She constantly puts others before herself and doesn't ask for anything in return. This past February, she was diagnosed with triple negative breast cancer at just 35 <gasps> years old. Oh. After months of chemotherapy and a double mastectomy surgery, she is officially cancer are free. Molly. Congratulations. Just incredible. So Molly, congratulations to you. We're so proud of you. Yeah. Here at Hollywood Crime Scene. And what Caitlin, a great thanks for I writing love sisters. In. I know. Sisters are so they can be so great. It <laughs> seems like I mean they're all best friends still. We have a lot of good sister sister listeners, I feel like. Yeah. Because we've gotten a bunch of emails. Uh, it's really sweet. It really warms my heart. Yes. So, that, yay, Molly. We're yay. so happy. So, thank you guys so much for writing into the show. We have one final email that is not a shout out, but a ghost story that somehow got deleted when we originally, this was originally sent to us. And Nathan, our listener, wrote us on Instagram. And I don't check the hidden Instagram messages a lot, but I happened to check them and he was like, did you get my ghost poop story? I was like, no, (laughs) send it again. (laughs) So Nathan, I'm very happy to read your story. Okay. That involves two of our favorite, two of our favorite topics. (laughs) Here we go. Hey ladies, this story is long, but I promise it's good. I am a skeptic at heart and honestly a ghost agnostic, but this is my story why I will never admit to being a full-blown ghost atheist. It involves a haunted mirror, flies, and poop. He put a question mark. (laughs) And poop? Wait, what? (laughs) Record scratch. This is a sappy personal note, but I work for the Postal Service and needless to say, the past two years specifically have been true hell. I can imagine, Nathan. But I made it through, and I have the two of you to thank. You have both helped me beyond what you can imagine, keeping me laughing and entertained with brutal honesty and jokes while I'm delivering every package imaginable during the pandemic. Words cannot do justice to how much I appreciate the show. Love you both. Oh, thank you, Nathan. Okay, down to business. This all happened during the summer of 98. I grew up in mid-Michigan. My single mom and I moved all over the state, and finally moved in with my stepdad to the house where I would spend the rest of my childhood. I have a younger brother who at the time was one and a half and an older stepbrother five years my senior. In the summer of 98, my older stepbrother was moving from his biological mother to his father, my stepdad, with us at the house. He was bringing his things in the house, unpacking his boxes into his room. He had this gigantic mirror that served as a bedpost, and it was very old and covered in dust. He went to the bathroom, came back and claimed he jumped up and was shocked to see written in the dust on the mirror, get out. Ooh. Classic spooky shit, right? But the writing wasn't written with a fingertip. It was half written and not quite pressed down, like it was written and a new layer of dust was already starting to settle. Mm. My stepdad didn't make too much of it and took the mirror downstairs into the basement. He leaned it where the mirror side was facing against the brick wall. The following day, he went back downstairs to the basement to do a load of laundry. He saw that the mirror was flipped over. (gasps) Nothing much. This seems like basic tomfoolery. Maybe an unfunny prank by my dickhead older stepbrother. But then it gets weird. 
Practically right away, right above the washer and dryer in the basement, the flies came. There is half a window that is leveled with the ground outside, and the window was covered with black, loud flies. They buzzed only in that one specific spot, nowhere else in the entire basement. Right there in that window, constantly buzzing. This is like Amityville Yeah, shit. I was just thinking that. And they smothered the window for days. My stepbrother asked his brother to come over and help figure out what to do. Sprays didn't do anything, and it wasn't any kind of source of where they may have been coming from. No one knew what the hell was what the hell was going on or knew how to get rid of them. Then, after the third or fourth day, poof, they all vanished. Not a single fly was in the basement. Every single fly was gone. This started to spook my stepdad, and he finally shared with us the story of when he bought the house. Or more accurately, from whom? He was a young 20-something when he bought the house, but it was seriously just that, just the house. Because when he bought it from the previous owner, there were no appliances, no furniture, not even a TV. That's scary already. And he bought it from a little old lady who wore an all-black dress who did nothing but sit in her rocking chair rocking back and forth, all day, nothing else. He signed the papers. She waited outside for a van to pick her up and apparently took off to Florida. She didn't bring a bag, suitcase, or anything, and he never heard from her again. My stepdad is a Catholic man, so having the little old lady in a black dress, the mirror, the flies, he was starting to get superstitious. He took the mirror outside and drove it to the nearby church dumpster to smash it into bits. But this is not the end. The weirdest shit is about to happen. Okay. Literally. (laughs) My younger brother was in the transition of ditching the diapers and being potty trained, but he wasn't completely there yet. So at night, he was still wearing those nighttime diaper pull-ups. This took place a week or so at the end of the flies. One night, in the dead of sleep, both my mom and stepdad heard a noise downstairs. Someone was walking around in the living room with the lights all off. They both got out of bed, crept downstairs slowly... They heard the noise closer. Someone was definitely in the house. My stepdad flipped the light switch on, and there in the middle of the living room was my baby brother by himself, and he was completely naked, covered head to toe in poop. Oh, my God. (laughs) My mom rushed to him and asked him if he was okay. And all my little brother said when my mother was cleaning the dookie off of him was, the spookies got me, mommy. The spookies got me. Oh, my God. This is now a famous spooky line in our family. The spookies got me. (laughs) My stepdad took upon himself to finally bring a priest into the house and bless every room with a prayer and holy water. We have never had a haunting incident in in the house since. Thank you for listening. I hope you ladies enjoy the rest of your day. Oh, my God. That's, (laughs) That's crazy. That is crazy. Nathan, that was a great story. That is good. And I do, I, it doesn't bother me that it was long either. It was, no, a, it was, it had twists and turns. It had it, some twists. It had some twists and turns. <laughs> Look, I feel like uh, mirrors get haunted a lot. But maybe the baby was saying the dookie's got me. <laughs> also, he was deflecting blame. He I, did it. I think the baby, I think babies sometimes cover themselves in shit, don't they? Is that what babies do? <laughs> Jesus, I've never heard of that. Okay, I mean, I mean covering yourself, they might have smeared it, but do to you, cover themselves, I don't think so. Do you think the ghost covered him in his own shit? I don't know what happened. That seems very weird that a baby would do that to themselves. Yeah. Um, 
I like, I can't think of a situation where they would continue that because they know it's kind of yucky at that age, right? Yeah. If he can say something like that. I would like to know more background information on the little old lady whose house this originally was. She sounds kind of cool. That she's like rocking in her black dress and she's like, I'm out of here going to Florida. <laughs> like, what's her story? I want to know her story. Yeah. What's she do in Florida? Nathan, can you do some investigative journalism <laughs> and find out this lady's deal? Yeah. I don't know if she's still with us, if she's still alive, but that seems like that's a story there too. Yeah. She's hightailing it out of there. What's she signed the papers to get out of that house. She didn't even take jack shit with her. I was curious if that mirror was hers. Like, did she leave it behind? No, they moved it into the house. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But the mirror gave a very clear message. It said, get out. Yeah. I would get out of there. Definitely. If, if, an, an if anything object, tells me get out, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. <laughs> so those are our listener emails. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. And we're back. What's up? So I meant to send this to you. It's not very long, but I thought it was kind of cute and funny. I saw this headline that said, cats have attachment styles just like babies, new study finds. Oh. Study, the study paired cats with their owners to test their attachment styles. This study showed that cats may just be just as affectionate as dogs. Where is this from? Um, the article? Yeah. Inside Edition. Okay. But I saw it a few different places. Okay. So it was like a Twitter story that was going around. The study was published in Current Biology, found that pet, 
cats also have distinct attachment styles toward their owners in the same way dogs and babies do. The research was done in Oregon State University, found that 64% of cats showed what is known as secure attachment style, meaning they showed no signs of distress when their caregivers left the room and a healthy mix of attachment and exploration when they returned. The other percentage, around 35, (laughs) showed insecure attachment. That's melon. Which means they were stressed until their owners returned, and when they did return, they showed a mix of excessive contact, avoidant behavior, or disorganized (laughs) behavior. This is my cat. I know. That's what made me laugh, because I was like, well, I know which one melon is. He is very insecure when the attention is not on him. Yeah, so what they did was they had 70 kittens and 38 cats. They would place them in the rooms with their owners for two minutes and then remove them for the same amount of time and then see what they did when they returned. Yeah, isn't that cute? So, yes, cats are very affectionate and attached to us. Yeah, I don't know where that rumor got started. Here's the thing. Cats are very complex creatures. Yes. They have a wide range of different emotions. And what you might be picking up as avoidant could actually, because they're so attached (laughs) that they're scared. (laughs) Well, it's true. And you know what? Cats do have to take time to warm up to strangers sometimes. Yeah. Not every cat is Masha who will get on top of your face the first time you meet her. Absolutely. But there are cats like Melon who... Take their time. Take their time. Or sometimes will randomly be obsessed with someone new. What? You yeah. Know what? Brendan's sister came over the other night. All four cats hung out. Yeah. Unheard of for a stranger with all yeah. four of them. They all... I do feel like they are kind of getting more sort of uh, used to being here Yes, in general, though. But yes. yeah, that's a good sign. But it was good. I mean, all of them came out and played. And yeah. Because Mellon- well, when people come over, you at least want them to be seen. Like, or yeah. they want to meet your cat. Don't hide under the bed. Yeah. Show us how bullshit. cute you are. Yeah. God damn it. Uh, yeah. Did you, so, did you watch anything great this week? What have I watched this week? Well, I'm really excited. I did not watch this, but the new season of You came out. Oh, my God. So I literally am like drooling. I just haven't had a chance to watch it because I've been catching up on things. Yeah. Like, uh, so I'm still watching the stupid Dan Brown show. I'm trying to watch that show Evil. I'm watching the horror movies. I watched um, Halloween Kills. I started it. I'm going to restart it tonight, probably. And no, I, I, I watched Halloween 2 and Halloween 3. Love today, Halloween 3. Or yesterday and today. And then I'm going to watch another one. I feel like I haven't seen a lot of the later ones. Like I, saw, I saw the last later one, like the one with Jamie Lee Curtis, yeah. whatever it was called. I can't remember. But I haven't seen like four, five, and six or like whatever. I didn't see those, I, I don't think. I like five. I'm going to try to watch them because they're all on AMC Shut, Plus or oh, Shutter. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to try to watch those. I don't think I watched anything else. I'm excited for Succession. That's back on Sunday. Yeah. So I'm going to watch that. We're all excited for Succession. We're all excited about that. Um, yeah, nothing too exciting. You? It's still watching Nip Tuck. It's great. That's what I'm binging. And then obviously I'm going to watch Succession tomorrow night yeah. when it comes out. Still haven't seen Halloween Kills, but I will watch that at some point. Oh, I watched Old. Oh, you did. You finally saw it. Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) First of all, we have talked about M. Night Shyamalan on this show before. Did we talk about old? Because I saw it, too, a while ago. I don't think we talked about it because I didn't want any, like, hints or spoilers or anything. Right, right. 
I, we talked about M. Night Shyamalan before in the show, and we both said that we will watch anything he puts out, no matter how trash it is. Honestly, <laughs> I, I do not dislike M. Night Shyamalan. I appreciate that he is someone who goes for it and has a very distinctive style. I enjoy when I'm watching his movies, anticipating the cameo that he inevitably makes. Yeah, he has a big one in this one. I enjoy... Oh, my God. I was surprised. I'm like, God, he has a lot of screen time. I know. I was like, okay, just cast yourself. Why don't you? (laughs) I, I enjoy that they're usually set in Philadelphia and because old is obviously not set in Philadelphia I was like well I guess there's no Philadelphia connection and then a character was like we're from Philadelphia yeah first of all I told Brendan this show to me or this movie Movie, to me seems like it was written by like an Italian director who didn't speak a lot of English (laughs) it reminds like just the dialogue reminds me so much of Troll 2, which is a fabulous horror movie if you haven't seen it. It's one of the most absurd films of all time. It, I could not get past the dialogue in this movie, Desi. Just the scene where they're driving in the car to, to the place, the like the opening, opening scene. scene that the, there's something about that. I was like, these people don't even know each other. Uh, like, <laughs> I was like, I don't believe this family at all. Like, or like on the island, after every time something horrible and horrific would happen, there'd be that one lady who was like, maybe we should talk about this. This movie, <laughs> it's like so bad, I don't even know how to express it. Yeah. Because it's not like bad in a sort of um, a thing you can pinpoint, almost like also- it's just the, it's like a layer of something it's also borderline creepy to me with the old when the siblings oh, towards yeah. the end. I'm just like, I can't with these two. <laughs> like, I also didn't hate watching it. I really no, enjoyed it. No, I mean, it's watchable. I, it's totally watchable, but it's a, it's a ridiculous movie. I feel like all of his movies are watchable Yeah, uh, in a way, even if when they're bad, like the happening, it's like, yeah, it sucks, but it's like, I'll watch it. Like, totally. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, no, uh, Old was so, it's just weird. I don't even, it's like, sometimes I'm like, I didn't like that movie, but I like his idea. This one, I don't even like the idea. I'm like, that's bullshit. (laughs) Like, I didn't like the twist or the ending aspect where we find out like what's happening. Yeah. Which he has in almost every movie, I guess. I didn't care for it. It was like a little too like, okay. It was easy. Uh, Yeah. It was just kind of like, that's it. Like, that's so stupid. Like, yeah. Uh, it's every once in a while, I don't typically care about science making sense, but every once in a while, I'm like, I'm sorry. No, that can't happen. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Cause it's like, you've played it real up until this point. This isn't a sci-fi movie really like in any other way. I don't know. I just like, it bugged me. Cause I was like, how does that happen? It was fucking stupid, but I enjoyed watching it. Yeah. It's definitely enjoyable. If you're looking for a stupid, easy movie, and I mean easy, <laughs> like you don't have to know jack shit like about anything to, to watch this In movie. In fact, that's a plus. It's yeah. That's there's a, nothing complicated here. You don't if, just don't ask any questions because nothing makes sense really. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's no like emotional attachment for me to any of the characters either. Oh, zero. There's like zero. Zero. Yeah. I did not give a fuck, and like. It, <laughs> It made no sense, Desi. It made no sense, but to have, like, that's like at least a key component is to care about someone yes. in a movie like this. And I really didn't care about anybody, even children. I was no. like, I don't fucking care. The kids were weird. The kids were weird. 
Um, I just, yeah. It was so dumb. Anyway, watch old. It's great. <laughs> Seriously. It's kind of, I feel like you have to watch it so you can discuss it though. Yes. Because it's like worth the discussion after the fact. Totally. Uh, and like I said before, I will watch pretty much anything he puts out and I go into it knowing I am there for a journey and not always, and, and that it's not, yeah. it, it's, it, it's not going to be the sixth sense. At least it wasn't, this one wasn't boring, like no. Lady in the Water or right. something like so there was something happening at least sometimes his movies or a few of them. I'm like, Oh, this is just boring. Like my, one of my biggest criticisms about it is I wish the movie would have been an R rated movie because I feel like this is a movie that really needed gruesome body horror. Okay. And it didn't get that cause it's PG 13. I feel like this movie, right. the concept of it, it needs. Gore. I, I think, I think that's true. I can see that. Because there's so many things you could do. Yeah. There's so many ways you could make this really disturbing and gross, which I would have appreciated more. Did I talk last week about the movie The Night House? No. Okay. This is a uh, a horror movie that I watched this week, I guess. I just couldn't remember when I watched it. Um, it's really good. Yeah. Um, it's an independent horror movie. Like, I don't know who the director is or any of the stars. Like, uh, I'm trying to look up the director, at least. David Bruckner. Oh, he's kind of a horror movie guy, right? Bruckner? Yeah. Anyways, it's one of those movies where it's like the first, I don't know how long it is, an hour and a half maybe, the first hour and 15 minutes, I was like, this is the best thing I've seen all year. Really? And then the last 15 to 20 minutes, I'm like, holy shit, this went off the rails in a major way. And I'm like, the ending is so awful. Is it good? It's really good. Even though the ending is bad and I didn't like it, it's still fine. But it was like, up until that point, I was like, this is chilling. Like, I am scared because it's Ooh. ghosty. It's creepy. It's like, it's it has a mood to it that is just like very scary and creepy. Yeah. Uh, so I would say it's kind of a ghost story where something's happening and it was very scary. And then the ending just goes off the rails and I would love to know what happened. Yeah. I think my review on letterbox was like, it's like the horse drawing that people use as yes. a meme yes. where the beginning is so detailed and perfect. And then it just is like scratch scratch at the end. Right. Cause that's what it seemed like. It's like one of those movies where it's like the ending is too clever where it doesn't work. Yeah, because it's like, yeah, I get what you're trying to do, but it makes. I'm, I'll watch it. I'll it's watch good. It. I think you'll. I think you'll like it. I'll be curious because I did feel like the first forty five minutes or whatever were just like very a good ghost story, uh, a chilling ghost story. Right. And the actress, um, the lead actress, is excellent. Yeah. So yeah, that was good. Yeah, that's it. Um, should we talk about what we ate? Of course, I actually have some things. I do too. So I, uh, I today was. Interesting. I I actually got my belly button re-pierced today. I look. I had had my belly button pierced for many years since I was a, in high school, and then I took it out like two years ago for like a medical procedure. And then I didn't. I like forgot to put it back in, and then it closed up. So weird to me yeah. that like a piece of jewelry I had had in nonstop since two thousand four. Fucking closed up. And then I just never got around to I getting... I bet you it closes up faster there than your ears. I think so. Because I have several piercings in my ears. I have like 10 in each ear and they've never closed up. No. So I finally got it re-pierced today. 
Very exciting day for me. Then afterwards, Brendan treated me to a nice lunch. We went to Connie and Ted's in West Hollywood, which is like a East Coast style seafood place. Yeah. And it's like hoity-toity, I would say. Yeah. And we had lobster rolls. Looked good. I haven't had a lobster roll in, I don't know, probably since Luke's Lobster in New York. Yeah, I haven't. I think that was the last time. I would have known about it. (laughs) (laughs) You would have known about it. We still never went to that place. We always wanted to try the other seafood restaurant that has the lobster rolls. Found Oyster? Yes. Oh, yeah. I really want to go there. Yeah, me too. So, yeah. So I had that. I had the uh, Connecticut style, which is with the drawn butter. It's always a dilemma for me because I like both. I like both too. And I always end up going with the butter one. Me too. Just because I liked really tasting the lobster. I know, but I do like both. I do too. I like the Next time let's go and get half and half so that we can have half of each. Yeah, let's do it. That'll be good. It's good. And like I said earlier in the show, I haven't had lobster in... A very long time. Uh, I I love getting steamed lobster when I would like the whole lobster meal yeah. when I would go to the shore to visit my grandmother, Jersey Shore, mm-hmm. um, over the summer growing up as a kid. It's like my favorite thing to do. And I so I just asked them, I was like, How what's the market price for this? It's fucking sixty-two dollars a pound. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Like, well, I'm not doing that for lunch. That is insane. That's an I'm not doing that lunch. for dinner. Yeah. That's too much. Yeah. So we got the lobster rolls significantly cheaper, but still delicious because it comes on a very heavily buttered, oh, toasted. God, I love lobster roll. Came with fries. Mm. We got like a uh, little gem cob salad too. Nice. And they did a really good version of that. It was it was a really nice lunch. And then we yeah. went to Alfred Coffee and had pretentious overpriced coffee. Delicious. Mm. Brendan got a mocha. I want a good coffee. It sounds good. <laughs> Yeah, well, he just made a pot, so okay. It's 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 my it's my house coffee. It's not it's great, but it's fine. Uh, I'm sure I'll drink it. Okay. Um. So, I went to a, a birthday party today, and I had um tacos, pork tacos, mm. which I haven't had in a really long time, and chips and salsa, which I haven't had in a really long time. It was really good, and mm. then I had a. For their birthday cake, they had a coconut cake from Susie Cakes, Ooh. which is a really good bakery. It's in Marin, but it's, there's some down here too. Yeah. So it was coconut, like a white buttercream with coconut. And mm. then the filling also had some little chunks of pineapple in it. Ooh. It was really yummy. I liked it. I love coconut cake. It was a good coconut cake. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cakes are good there yeah. at Susie Cakes. I yeah. like it. Do they have like a store, a Susie Cake store here? Yeah, I mean, I know there's one in Pasadena. Right. But I don't, there probably is one elsewhere. I I went to another one. It was in some weird mall. 
I think when I went to um, Calabasas once, I had to kill time at somewhere, and I went to this weird mall, and I was like, "This is where the um, Kardashians live." <laughs> it felt very like that's where it seemed like that was the look of everyone there, but yeah. I was of course the slob. Yeah, and they had a Susie cakes there, and I was like, "I'm going to get some cupcakes." <laughs> no one else is eating them here. <laughs> I just like walked around. You know, sometimes you go to a mall, you're like, "I'm at a mall." Do you know what I mean? It's like such a weird experience. Yeah, recently we were at a mall. Yeah. Well, I've been to that one a bunch because I live by it, but this was just like a real, like a mall yeah. where teenagers hang out. I, yeah. I don't know. It was like that kind of thing. Right. Um, but yeah, I guess it was kind of high end, a high end mall. But Yeah, Calabasas. Yeah. So yeah, that was good. And I also had margaritas, which I haven't had alcohol in two months. I know. I know. I mean, not for sobriety or anything like that, just because I can't waste calories on alcohol when I have limited. You cut it out for your diet. Yeah. So I hadn't had that in a while and it was nice. I'll tell you that. Did you get shit No, I, I didn't actually. I only had two. Did you flash a titty at the party? No. <laughs> I was laughing because I did watch Halloween 3 and I was like, damn, I forgot about that little tit- titty sucking moment. Yeah. That titty sucking moment is pure fucking raunch it's like what is that doing here that is the horniest like doctor i've ever seen in my life like halloween three is a very horny movie it's so horny it's completely different than any other halloween in the franchise absolutely and i think that's why everyone's mad but it's like well who cares it's a good movie on its own genre fans love halloween three and agree that it is a classic people who are not Horror fans, they they don't like they don't get Halloween three. I don't get what they're mad about. It's a great movie because they're like, "Where's Michael Myers?" It's like, who cares? There's eight hundred more movies with Michael yeah. Myers. It's like, what are you so angry about? Yeah, I always loved Halloween three. Maybe because I didn't have some like attachment to it having to be Michael Myers. I have no idea. Um, but yeah, I always forget how horny he is with the daughter character, but there was this, this tit sucking scene where that's what we fade off of to go to the next scene. I was just like, okay. And he's literally like sucking on her tit. I'm sorry. It was just kind it's of great. like, it was just so funny to me because I was like, okay, like let's get a little like Euro artsy here <laughs> in this B movie. Um, so yeah, that was, uh, no, I did not get drunk. I thought I would, but I, right. I didn't. Well, you were so full of coconut cake. It sopped up all the booze. I, to be honest, I think because I hadn't also eaten as much. Yeah. Although I did have very small, I just only had a few bites. So I was pretty good still. Um, although I don't love to eat a ton of cake usually, unless it's a very specific kind. Yeah. <laughs> then I'll eat a ton of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was surprised. But it was nice to get a little like, oh, that feels good. Relax. Good. Sit, sit around. I'm proud of you. Had some food. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy. It was good. And we're going to get some dim sum. Yeah, our delivery is coming pretty soon. Okay. Okay. All right. We're finished. We'll we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.